Curiously Polar with Chris Marquardt and Mario Aguarona. Hello again and thanks for joining us on Curiously Polar. We are back. Uh, my name is Chris Marquardt and of course I have with me the wonderfully good sounding Mario Aguarona. Hi Mar Mario. <laughs> Hi, thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, thank the you for the wonderfully signing. <laughs> still can't get enough of the good sound. Yeah, Very it's, happy it's a fantastic that. microphone. Really, thank you to everybody that has contributed to the to the fund. So yeah. let's see. We have the uh, we we did talk about the um, navigation, the compass, in episode nineteen, which had something to do with the Earth's magnetic field. Then in episode twenty, we talked about the Northern Lights, the Aurora. The aurora, which um, again has to do with the magnetic field of the Earth, and in that aurora episode, we talked about. Um, well, you told us about the magnetic field of the Earth from time to time changing its polarity, like the North Pole turning into the South Pole, and vice versa. Um, I wanted to dig a bit deeper there. What does that mean? What? 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 Is, what when does this happen? How does this happen? Why does this happen? Well, I uh, I want to start by saying I'm not a, a geophysicist, so it's uh, I'm I'm reporting what I learned with <laughs> with a, with a fine. grain of salt and and caution here, but um, the um, the magnetic field uh, we came into it uh, last time. Um, the magnetic field is generated by the by the movements of the uh, fluids inside the Earth and um, the, uh, the, the molten rocks that are inside the Earth. And, and the movement works like a dynamo. Uh, so we have a, a, a creation of, um, of a magnetic field around the, uh, inside the Earth and outside the Earth, and this is uh, our magnetosphere. And, um, and, and, and it's, uh, it's a bit like a protective shield, right? It helps us be safe from from sun storms and things like that yes even though actually the um, the the actual effect of the solar wind can also act as a as a protective uh, the the solar wind can also create a magnetic field around the earth even oh. or around a planet so so there are um, it's not um, i mean it's better with with the earth's own magnetic field but uh, but in there have been some times uh, in history where in prehistory, where when the magnetic field was almost uh, was almost uh, zero, uh, the magnetic field of the Earth was almost zero, and uh, and people have been trying to see if there had been events of uh, of uh, extinction in life uh, on Earth, of if there is a a connection between the extinction events and the uh, zeroing of the magnetic field, and uh, there is no uh, no evidence of that. How how so, can they uh, measure now what the magnetic field was like? in ancient times it's because uh, if you look at the geological uh, the geology of, of the rocks and if you look at the at uh, how the uh, uh, the or the crystals the magnetic crystals that are uh, encased into the rock are oriented um, you can see a snapshot of when the rock actually uh, solidified Oh, I see. From molten lava, like we are talking about uh, rocks that have uh, uh, the possibility of this. So you can either have uh, uh, a uh, magmatic rock, an igneous rock that has been uh, uh, formed by the solidification of the uh, of lava, 
um, and it contains uh, small crystals of uh, magnetite, for example, uh, or um, in other cases like a sedimentary rock that has uh, um, that contains uh, sediments that have been uh, deposited in a very low energy environment and where the the uh, crystals have been able to um, to orient themselves according to the magnetic field rather than other uh, things like uh, sea currents or water currents or so or that means we have a we have a record of the mm. changes in magnetic field over the i don't know how many hundreds of thousands of years yes well we have uh, we have pretty much we are going down at least to the jurassic as far as i remember um but um the um the interesting part is that uh, there have been reversals that have been uh, so the the north pole and the south pole magnetic north pole and south pole have, have swapped and they have been uh, lasting for for a long time so um um the uh, average duration of a reversal is 450,000 years um so does that mean it's 450,000 years uh this way and then it swaps and then it's 450,000 years the other way and then it swaps again is it like a cycle yes yes and it takes about between 1000 and 10,000 years to 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 swap so it's not uh, it's usually it's a gradual process uh, that you cannot observe in a in a in a lifetime, mm -hmm. but uh, but there has been one in uh, it's called the Lacan Lacan event um, that has occurred forty one thousand years ago that uh, probably uh, was happening in the well in in a very in a very short time, it happened in the course of what could be a lifetime of a human being. Of course, now we are 41,000 years ago, so we're not talking about humans as we know them now. And it lasted only a very short time. It lasted about 440 years. Mm -hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. So um, help me understand, is that, um, is that swap of the magnetic field, does it rotate or does it just subside and go to zero and then re-emerge but with a different polarity? Well, there is, there is a weakening of the magnetic field. It's almost like, like the engine is inside, the, the movements inside the Earth are disturbed, and, uh, and it really depends on which reversal we're talking about, um, how it happened. But, uh, but in, in general, there is a weakening of the magnetic field, and then there is a, a, a picking up again of the strength of, of, of the field, but with a reverse polarity. And, uh, and and uh, this is, uh, I mean, this is quite interesting to look uh, to look at, um, and how uh, things could happen in the future. Because uh, with the um, there is a there are some predictions that uh, we are about to see a reversal of the uh, of the magnetic field of the Earth, or to see to experience at least the beginning of this, because it could be something that happens within a few few hundred years, but it could also be something that lasts uh, well ten thousand years before we can see that. So the the lowering of the magnetic field, the the lessening of the magnetic field, would that result in I don't know more visible auroras or something? Well, I would uh, I would say that it's probably less visible auroras, but um, oh, so it's a little, it really, uh, it's, really it's, a, it's a question it's a question of um, it's a question of uh, of modeling what would happen. All of these things are things that uh, uh, can only be modeled, uh, like. Uh, 
the uh, theories of how the Earth's magnetic field is generated are uh, geophysical models because nobody has gone down into the core of the Earth uh, under the crust and, and taken samples there uh, and measured what's happening down there. So we are inferring what's happening from what we can observe and measure from the surface. And one of the theories about uh, disruptions in the magnetic field is that um, uh, the uh, the crust um, uh, as an influence, the Earth's crust is an influence on the magnetic field when there are areas of subsidence. So when one crust, one one tectonic plate goes against another one, and one of them goes under the other. Um, then it dips down, and the one that goes under dips down, and, uh, and then melts again or breaks off, and, and is taken into this convection mechanism inside the, inside the, uh, the mantle. And, uh, and these can be kind of disrupted. It's a little bit like having a, a breadcrumb in a, in a bowl, <laughs> and uh, and this breadcrumb is uh, is uh, changing a bowl the flow of, uh, pretty much, bowl of milk or whatever, and it changes is changing the flow, is changing the way things happen inside inside that uh, that fluid. And uh, for example, in the South Atlantic, there is an, an anomaly where the magnetic field is very the the internal magnetic field of the Earth is very close to the surface, so. Um, what what this is uh, due to uh, there are several theories about but uh, but in any case it's uh, it's an anomaly it's called the uh, southern atlantic anomaly and it's uh, it's pretty interesting to observe uh, on the uh, and to theorize what what's happening so so let's let's be hypothetical in a, for for a minute um if we were to witness a reversal in the magnetic field which is not going to happen because it's a gradual process and we might see the beginning of it but probably not in our lifetime because it takes too long but um, hypothetically if that changed we would probably have to throw away our compasses or re remark them we would probably have to change a whole lot of things well or changing the way we think about uh, about north and south or that yeah <laughs> yes but um of course it's just uh, just changing the the markings on a compass it's uh, it's not it's not that difficult um but um, the uh, the changes in the magnetic field can have an influence on telecommunications like wireless telecommunication oh, yeah. and that that is one one thing that would be that could be quite uh, quite important yeah well, quite a big effect interesting so um yes. We are, but but we we're safe for now, aren't we? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, good. I think that at least for the duration of this podcast series, I think that we are okay. Okay, don't don't throw away your compasses. Everything is fine. We will live. We'll be fine for now. Um, and if anything at all, we might just see the beginning of this, and it'll probably take thousands and thousands of years. All right, um, great one. Love it. So next week we'll be back with a really interesting one which i have been pushing for for a long time and it's um another episode about marine mammal sex that's something to look forward to until then hey everyone have a good time and stay cool stay cool